0: Bye. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome back inside the wonderful world of wall now i know i know before you stop before you click away hold on i know it's been a while i've been a little bit busy with work jobs all sorts of other stuff but i appreciate you guys sticking with it um you guys have been blowing up the episodes i think my, my last episode has gotten 30 listens to the previous one has gotten 50 so we're moving on up we're moving on up um also if you guys haven't yet w w OwPod pod on instagram if you want to keep in touch on when episodes are coming out make sure you check that out or on facebook just search up wonderful world of walshie you'll be great and make sure you tell your friends to listen to as well and if you haven't and if this is your first episode hi my name is michael raymond walsh i'm your host and welcome back inside the wonderful world of walshie now For those of you who are returning listeners, you might be saying, wait a minute, that's the first time he said his middle name. What's the purpose of this? Uh, Well, we have a very special episode inside because I have my second guest joining us inside the wonderful world of Walshie is, if I may say, the creator of this whole entire world in a way because we are joined by the other Michael James Walsh. Yes, the Mike and Mike episode named after a famous uh, radio show that was on ESPN that went away, but it's funny. My dad is here. He is our second guest now. I don't know how you feel. Are you mad that you're the second guest and not the first guest? Is are you just happy to be on? What's what's the?
1: Well, first of all, hello to all my listeners, of which there are none. Um, I am. I don't know how to take that being the second guest, even though I was the uh, you know beginning of the world of Walshy. Um, it was. Uh, me that created the world of Wallsheet to begin with. But I'm happy to be, anytime you ask me to be a guest, I am always here. The fact that we've, you know, compared ourselves to Mike and Mike on ESPN gets me a little nervous now that we're going to be, people are going to be looking at us saying,
0: oh, I hope they're just as good. Well, if we're anything like them, I think this podcast is going to go swimmingly. But um, when I first asked you to come on, you were so giddy. And he was like, well, what what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to get into that in a sec. But it seems like the... I want to start off with this. This is the funniest thing for me, and this is why I wanted to get you on the podcast. We have a very specific reason why you're here, but we're going to get to that in a bit. But Ooh, it's getting exciting <laughs> Yes, it's called a tease. Oh, tease. So you'll stick around. I hope so, okay. at least. But it seems like some of my favorite stories and some of my favorite memories that I have are road trips that involve just the two of us. Now, that's not to undermine trips that we've done as a family which mom and jamie my sister are involved but which we know you're listening so we don't want to diminish any of those of course yes because they're probably listening not just on this podcast when it comes out but they're probably in the other room making sure we give them yeah, a i think out. mom's in the kitchen as we speak but that's okay she's got her big ears up against <laughs> the door so um ooh, good tease big ears we'll get to that in this, later but now but, but it seems like the most fun I've had is just trips for the two of us. For example, um, the only reason why I brought this up was because we've gotten some college, are starting to come back in September. One of the fun, funnest memories I have is you and I going on college visits. Now, you did the same with Jane, but you and I were awesome. The very first college visit we went to was in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yes. Yes, you heard us right, Oklahoma. We went to Oklahoma. <laughs> so it's... and. Here's the funniest thing, is that the best part about the trip was us just trying to get out of okay. out of Texas. I don't know if it was out of Texas. It was just it was getting out of the
1: airport. <laughs> okay, we couldn't get out of the airport. Forget about getting out of Texas. We flew into Dallas, uh, and we had to rent a car, right? Um so we get in the car and this was How long ago now? Six years, seven years ago? This was probably seven or eight years ago. Yeah, seven or eight years ago anyway. And, um, you know, I'm old. And, you know, I don't know stuff about GPS and mapping. And, you know, I'm used to pulling out a map. Well, we thought we'd be able to get out of the airport nice and easy and be on our road. It was going to take us, what, I think an hour and a half or maybe a little less than that to get to Oklahoma where we were headed. Um, so, Mike and I got our car, we picked out our car, and we get in the car, and uh, beautiful little car, I, f- I forget what it was, it was, it was a cute was little that, car. Was that the Kia Soul, or was that no, the Ohio No, the, the Kia Soul was in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, so we had a white Toyota of some sort, I think it was. So we get on the highway, uh, no, <laughs> uh, if it was only so <laughs> easy as to get on the highway. <laughs> that was the hardest part. Yeah, we, we weren't exactly sure where we were supposed to get on to, so... We drove out one entrance and said, take this exit or this. Okay, we took it. We end up on an access road um, where we're getting very close to the airplanes. I don't really think we were supposed to be there, but we ended up on that road, and we're driving by the airplanes. And next thing you know, within three minutes, we're back at the terminal again. And it was an episode of European Vacation (laughs) where I'm yelling out the window, Oh, look, Mike, Big Ben, Parliament. All right, we said, let's take the other exit and take that way, and we go out that entrance. Okay, so off we go. Four minutes later, we're back at the (laughs) terminal. Oh, look, Big Ben Parliament. We're back. This took us almost 40 minutes, maybe, to get out of the airport and figure out, at this point, we would take any highway. Right. I don't care if it was headed towards Delaware, (laughs) if it was headed towards, you know, California. We just needed to get out of the airport. Yeah. Um, and and finally, after
0: about, like I said, 40 to 45 minutes, we got out of the airport. And to be honest, if I remember, that was honestly the hardest part of the drive. Because, well, first of all, I remember driving through downtown Dallas. And we're looking over and we're seeing, oh, speed limit, 70, 75. Like, Beautiful. We're, and then all of a sudden, we get, we'd get, make a turn. all of a sudden, we hear a GPS say, Drive 175 miles straight. And then take a right. And then take a right. You'll be at your destination, the hotel we were staying at. So literally, the hardest part of the drive was just getting out of the airport. That, that's it. That, otherwise, like I said, we got, on, we got on the highway. We
1: We put the car straight. We got in the right lane. Because in the left lane, there were trucks going by us at like 85 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour. I mean, 18 wheelers going 90 miles an hour down the highway, you know, flying, and I'm doing 70, 75, which is what I'm supposed to be doing, and people are zipping by me, so, uh, 175 miles and take a right, those are our directions, no wonder we got lost in the
0: airport. (laughs) And this is just like, I remember us doing the college visits, and I'm sure you have stories with Jane, that will be a whole nother episode, I would love to do that, but we did Oklahoma, we did Ohio, we did all around New England, we did Pennsylvania, all sorts of things. Come to find out, his son all of a sudden decides to go to school in Boston. So my dad's used up all these airline miles for him to go to a school 40 minutes away.
1: Yeah, I could have stuck him on the MBTA, and he could have gone to school. We could have been done uh, within a half an hour. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. Um, you know, Oklahoma was a fantastic way to start the, the process um, you know, we got oohs and ahs from everybody we went to see um, when they said, oh, where are you from? Uh, well, Massachusetts. What? <laughs> you know, you're from where? Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Well, well, welcome, I guess. You talk funny. I said, okay, let's not go that road. <laughs> yeah. People
0: from Oklahoma. Yeah, and I I think the funniest thing I remember from our second trip when we went out to Ohio where I talked about the Kia soul was You said to me, I was like, hey, I got a college I want to look at. I was like, oh, okay, what's the name? Walsh University. Yeah, Walsh University. Love it. (laughs) Best school ever. So it's it's so fun for us to see, like, different things that come up with our names. Like, I remember he texted me this, I think it was last week, saying, oh, there's an eligible pitcher in the upcoming MLB draft. Michael James Walsh, which is basically your name, a pitcher from Yale. And we both look at each other like, oh, in a parallel universe. you
1: know, I yeah, because he's six foot two, uh, 195, 200 pounds. I'm like, yeah, he's a spitting image of me, uh, or, or you at the time. We didn't know his middle name was James, so like, yeah, yeah, okay. He's a starting pitcher, he's gonna get drafted in the MLB from Yale University, and he's playing down on the Cape. I said, yeah, okay, this must be like the multiverse here, or the Walsh multiverse, yeah. Um, there, there must be
0: others around, but. I would love to see a Walsh multiverse of madness home movie that we yeah. can make because it would be so. All right. Well, now I feel like this is going to take up most of the episode, so I want to get. We to also it. went to Pittsburgh. Pit- now we, we. Oh, Pittsburgh. No, you know what? Before we get to the main part, I need you <laughs> to tell the Pittsburgh story because I don't think anybody would believe this. Well, you'll have to tell me which which one we had so many. The pit. I think the one I remember the most about Pittsburgh was. Um, for a little bit of context, the last bit of little league I played, I was on the Pittsburgh Pirates on my little league team. Right. So we went to Pittsburgh, and I forget. We I think we drove to Pittsburgh from Ohio in order to fly out. Right. So we stopped, and we went to go see a Pirates game. And you had been, oh. you had been to Pittsburgh before, and you told me that PNC Park is one of the, the most
1: one of, one of the most beautiful parks around. I just the backdrop with the city of Pittsburgh out in the outfield, the river. You know, the Three Rivers, that used to be Three Rivers Stadium, but uh, the rivers, and just, it was unbelievable. It was just, it's just a pretty place to watch a game. Um, And all yellow and black, and, you know, it was fantastic.
0: But was it a pretty place to watch a game? I believe it was in April.
1: (laughs) Well, let's see. In April, not so much. Um, It was because the wind turns off the river, and in the middle of the game, um, I think the temperature was. Sometime somewhere between 30 and 40 degrees. So, um, before we left the stadium, I had a Pittsburgh Pirates fleece, um, I had a Pittsburgh Pirates, you know, stocking cap on my head. I think Mike had, I don't know, you, you might have I had. definitely had a stocking
0: cap. I don't yeah. know if that was it.
1: Yeah, and I, he had like six sweaters on, and we had more souvenirs of Pittsburgh stuff that we've probably never worn since. From. Um, but we stayed, even though our hotel was like literally across the street. Uh, from the stadium, we stayed until like the fifth or sixth inning, and then we just couldn't move. Right. We had to get ourselves a Pramante Pramante excuse me, uh, brothers sandwich, uh, which was very important uh, for anybody that's visited Pittsburgh before. But um, we had a blast. I mean, we were in, we to, were in, were we in West Virginia. We the school were, we were looking for was in West Virginia. I or I swear it was. We flew into. Oh no, we. I don't know if we flew into Ohio. I don't know. I I
0: swear I, it was after we looked at the two schools in Ohio and we drove to Pittsburgh okay. in order to fly out of Pittsburgh. Right. I
1: think I think you're absolutely right. We we went through West Virginia. Yeah. That's
0: what it was. Okay.
1: But anyway, it was it was we had a blast. We had a bunch of trips and we you know, another whole episode that you can do at some point when I become maybe your fifth or sixth guest is a uh, hockey trips we took because we we've been on so many trips
0: All over the place for hockey. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the the best part about that story is that the craziest thing happened when we left because I remember we got back to the hotel and I I feel like I got to tell this story. We got back to the hotel. We were freezing. I think we didn't thaw out until we woke up the next morning. Yeah, I get under the covers quick. And then we turned on Sports Center, and while we were sleeping, they were finishing up the game. It was snowing. It's right. It ended up snowing in the ballpark. I think there were some flakes
1: when we were there. There may have been some flakes. Right. Um, But, yeah, they showed pictures of the stadium
0: covered in snow. So, needless to say, my dad has impeccable timing, I must say. Yeah, we get out quick. So, but you mentioned...
1: All right. Then, then of course, as the old man, you know, I have to leave by the sixth or seventh inning to make the train or make the plane. And my son always likes to tell me that the most exciting things usually happen
0: from the seventh inning on. He's never not done that. I don't think. I think we've gone to. Well, we've stayed. In ten, depends on the sport. We've stayed for throughout the end of many hockey games. Yes. That that because that's a quick moving game. I don't think I've ever been with him at least with him I have but I don't think I've ever been with him uh, to a baseball game that we've stayed for the full 9 innings I don't like crowds <laughs> he no and, <laughs> and I don't like traffic no let me just say this it just I talked about him having half season tickets when I did the New Hampshire episode but his worst games that he can come to is he loves the early season games in April and May because the kids are still in school. Nobody's (laughs) at the ballpark. Get off my lawn. Right. He's got about maybe 20 rows between him and the next person sitting down. He's not the best people person. He can be a people person at times, but not the best. Yeah, when
1: I'm getting paid and I have to do it as my job.
0: Right. So the w- worst games for him is the Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend games where, you know, you get the Little League teams and the kids coming with their oh grandparents. God. And Hell on earth. I get texts while I'm working on camera all the time of this these people, and it's the funniest thing. Well, because they don't know how to sit down. They talk. They yell.
1: They scream. They like they people forget there's a game going on, and I'm gonna be sitting there. I'm trying to watch the game because sometimes I'm alone at the game. I you know sometimes my uh, Mike Mike's mom comes with me or somebody else comes with me. We have fun, but when I'm by myself, I go to watch the game. I don't go to play. I don't go to I, you know. And everybody else standing up, looking around, running around, you know, getting up in the middle of a pitch to go get concessions. But
0: I but I I, I go ahead. No, this... I'm going to stop before he starts getting crazy. And this is why I'm laughing is because I'm starting to realize that I am his son. Because while he's... I love him. While he's doing this, I'm having the exact same conversations over my headset with my camera... With my fellow camera crew and my boss in the audio room about the same exact things. Because while I'm... He's doing this. I'm in the first base dugout telling kids to sit down so they don't get hit by a foul ball. So... I've become him, which I think is a good thing and a bad thing, but... Wait a minute. What? There's bad to this? There's no bad to this.
1: Everybody has a good and a bad thing.
0: But, so, this is just the craziness and the kookiness that we enjoy every time we get together, but the fun... The reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast is for a very specific... Hopefully, you're still with us. Yes. If you haven't turned off yet, wait. We got an f- amazing... There's still a tease coming. There's an amazing story. You mentioned Big Ears, which was a big major tease. Yes, big um, tease. And he's actually dressed for the occasion. Did we oc- meet Prince Charles? <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a glimpse. Oh, okay. The offhanded comments, which kill me sometimes, but he is actually dressed for the occasion right now because he's in his... Mickey shirt is Andy's bedroom shorts, which I didn't know he had until today, which are absolutely styling. But let's go back to before this. He is actually sitting in here. I don't know if you can do a podcast on playing through pain. <laughs>
1: I can do anything
0: playing through pain. Yes. He is actually in a walking boot right now. He just had surgery. How many weeks ago was surgery? Uh, one. One so he's been in the boot for a week what ex- if you could explain to the people what exactly did you do for the surgery and why did you need to i just laid on the table <laughs> I, I really didn't have anything else to do with it they
1: gave me they gave me some drugs and it was very happy time uh, i really didn't do much i they, they said my name and i said yes that's me and then i just went to sleep and i woke up and my foot was better um no i had bro- i had broken my foot um and uh the doctor needed to use some metal and some things and and put it all back together again um, and uh, it was quite a procedure and so I'm uh, off my feet and uh, unfortunately uh, off the uh, driving uh, aspect of my life uh, for the next six to eight weeks um, while I recover but um, it was the, thank God for the doctor she's fantastic and everything seems to be going well the pain is not as bad as the, I had thought it would be but um, luckily uh, it's just sitting here uh, in the air conditioning, which you probably hear in the background. Um, and, uh, you know, well, it's 95 degrees outside, so uh, I could be doing a lot worse.
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned to him, do you want to go outside and have the talks of wilderness and, you know, these amazing bird sounds? And then he said, have you looked at the temperature? I saw 95 degrees, and he was like, you're crazy. Yeah, I don't,
1: I, I don't do warm.
0: Yeah, he he loses his cherub-like demeanor, to quote one of our favorite comedians. <sighs> Absolutely. But the reason why I bring up that is because of... heat. Yes, he And a few weeks ago, um, we recently just got back. Well, I say we, we recently just got back from a trip to Florida. Um, first of all, congratulations to you. And my parents have celebrated 25 years, wedding, their 25th wedding anniversary this year. Um, are you surprised it's lasted this long? God bless your mother. She's 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 a very
1: caring and, sen- sen- and not sensitive woman. Uh, she is uh, been putting up with me and my idiosyncrasies for twenty five years of marriage and about you know a year and a half more than that. So you know she's had uh, a lot of time to put up with me and she's still here. So and she's she's apparently in for the long run. So uh, yeah, no, it's uh, not amazing. I'm very very lucky. Uh, I got the best wife in the world. And two awesome kids, so I can't ask for more than that. And my air conditioner is working today, so <laughs> you know, if, if that's all it takes, I'm a happy guy.
0: So, 25 years, and the idea that we had, you and Mom, you guys spent a, spent a week down in Florida. Yes. Um, we'll get into the special part in a sec, but when did this idea come about? Well, actually, before we get into that, I want to talk about, we've been Disney fans, I think, since at least since I've been around and probably... You've you... been a
1: Disney fan since I told you we were going to be a Disney right. fan. Yeah.
0: But, Which was 24 years ago. Yes. And we've always... Been... He's 24 years old. Well, that's the thing. It's been 25 years of marriage and I'm 24, so... Oh, thank God. <laughs> that would be another whole podcast. <laughs> right. So, it's... But the funniest thing is that we've always been an amazing Disney family. I've lost track of how many times we've gone to Disney down with the family, but I, I want to ask you this because I, I noticed this. Ever since the pandemic started, the Disney love and the Disney... I don't want to say it, it's an obsession because that makes it seem unhealthy, but the Disney love... No, it's ha- an obsession. I was going to say, has it increased since pandemic
1: started? I, I i don't know if it has or just... You know, when everybody was trying to figure out what the heck they can do for the pandemic and keep themselves occupied and everything like that. You know, um, Kathy and I uh, found all these different vloggers that... Um, you know, would be live from Disney or they would, you know, show us every, they'd be on every day sending a different vlog from a different Disney park, um, or, you know, some old ones that we found and, uh, or something. And it just kept us, you know, like going and hopeful that, you know, someday we would be able to get back to normalcy and, uh, go forward and make a trip. So, yeah, I mean, so we'd be watching, you know, two or three vloggers a day while we were home. And, you know, of course, we had to get, I had to get, you know, I had to, I shouldn't say we, because there's no we when I buy my stuff. Um, you know, we pick up a little knick here on Amazon or Disney's, Shop Disney or whatever. And, yeah, so the, the love of Disney, I've been to Disney 17, 18 times. So, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've loved it since I was a kid. My first trip was in 1978 or 79, I think, um, with my folks and my sisters, so. Um, yeah, it definitely, though, increased because of just being, you know, stuck in the house and looking
0: forward to something in the future. So, that, and by the way, he says he picks up a little knick-knack here and there. Yeah. I'm looking at maybe three mugs, four, you know, little things, a giant Cinderella, Cinderella castle. That I makes be, noise. I believe there's a monorail somewhere. Oh, it's down below. Yes, there's a monorail somewhere. There's so, a tram. <laughs> and the Tramp. No, he's genuinely not joking. Yeah, 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 Dumbo and Goofy are over there. It's, yeah. it's, I'm, we're in a room right now that basically could be a Disney shrine, I think. We would... Oh, that would be a nice idea. <laughs> oh, great. See? Now all of a sudden... I... You, I I have your whole bedroom <laughs> to get rid of now. Right, yes. I, I can make it the bed the shrine of bedrooms. Yes, Ooh. if you guys haven't noticed, that first episode that I did, I moved out and I got in my own apartment. So basically my room is open for grabs, so I think my dad just got an idea, which is scary. But uh. So... Now, moving forward to... Plus, it'll all be upstairs, so other people won't have to look at it all the time. Right, yeah, he could hide his Disney fandom or obsession somewhere else, but... Okay, I keep using the word obsession, but go ahead. (laughs) All right. All right, we're moving forward now. That's all. So, then how did it get to this idea of, okay, let's spend a week down in Disney, and then I'm going to get my role in all of this? Well, I thought, we originally thought we were going to go to Disney
1: two years ago. Uh, just out of the blue and just cause we hadn't been in a while uh, we went in 2016 I think with the four of us uh, right after everybody graduated high or after Mike graduated high school and uh, Jamie got out of uh, eighth grade eighth grade right so um, we went to Disney then and it so it had been a while um, so we went uh, Kathy and I went in 2019 just before the pandemic uh, for a week down to Florida, down to Tampa Bay, that area, Clearwater Beach. We had a blast. And we spent one day in Disney. We're like, oh, we got to go do a little longer than that. So I said, all right. Once the pandemic hit, we're like, okay, let's... So I decided why don't we just start planning and I decided by myself. You know, I didn't want to, I was going to surprise uh, Kathy and just uh, say, we'll go for our 25th anniversary, hoping in two years,
0: things would be better. So that's where it all started originally. So... They went down, and they spent a couple of days, um, and they went to, I believe, they first went to Magic Kingdom, they first, and then I believe it was Epcot, the right. first two days. Right,
1: the Epcot Death March.
0: Yes, the Epcot Death March, which luckily, they went in July, so... I don't
1: know how lucky that is. No, that, no.
0: Well, because you could have gone in August, but, you know... That's,
1: that... Well, that's true, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's like getting shot... Well, you could have been shot in the head or you could have been shot in the chest. Right. We're at least going to make it through this. But
0: but then this is where um, I mentioned the surgery. My dad, I don't think is going to ever live this down because he's going to talk about this for a while. Because of his foot and because he didn't want to do basically a march. I hadn't
1: had the surgery yet.
0: Right. Right. So his foot was still not in the best of places. Bad place. He got himself a little scooter. Um, to ride around Disney. Okay, I rented a scooter from Disney. I didn't
1: get myself a little scooter. That sounds like it went, be me, you know. You know, Okay, I rented a full-size manly scooter from Disney. I'm sorry, go ahead with your story.
0: No, I'm... Uh, and yes. I will live this down. Yes, the full manly scooter with the old, very la- manly. With the old lady basket in front. Uh, now listen, <laughs> I saw a lot of men with the basket and they were very manly baskets. But to be honest that was probably the most fun you had at disney because you one uh, one you didn't have to wait you were riding around it's not like you were walking and two this is the first part i want to talk about the trip the staff and the accommodations that you guys got at disney because of you being on the scooter because of your foot i mean was probably better than we've ever had anywhere else right
1: yeah i, I you know and, and I, that's one of the things that we talked about that we were going to you know discuss today and it was Just the way that we were treated or that I was treated uh, and everybody in our party uh, because I was uh, temporarily, I mean somewhat incapacitated, you know, and wasn't able to, you know, it was difficult for me to walk, you know, half a block or, you know, and my doctor had recommended because when we found out that my, well, my foot had broken, that we had to have surgery. I was like, do I have to cancel the trip? And she's like, absolutely not. She says, go get a scooter when you're down there. So I was actually at the doctor's orders to get a scooter, okay? <laughs> Mr. We- he's Mr. White's guy. Uh, I was ordered to get a scooter. And uh, we did. And it was just, everybody couldn't do enough for us. Um, you know, Disney, you know, from the moment I walked into the park and got the scooter, you know, everybody there was fantastic. There was, you know, whatever you need, let us know. If you have any problems call this number have anybody contact us to the rides you know come right up to the front if you know or you could just take the take the uh, scooter right on the ride go through the queue instead of having to stand there and you know if, if a line was you know 40 minutes you know I'd have to stand for 40 minutes and I just couldn't do it so I could take the scooter with us and the lines everything was handicap accessible and handicap free and you know, there, were even, there were half a dozen times where they just said, hey, listen, why don't you go through this line over here, which is for the lightning lanes now they have at Disney, and it'd be a lot easier for you. You don't have to wait as long. And they just, I didn't ask for any of this. Um, that's just what they did for us. And I just couldn't be grateful and thankful enough. I mean, they really just go out of their way to make you feel like you, you're you here for a reason. You're here to enjoy yourself, and we're going to make sure you do. So they, they, everybody was just super fantastic at disney i can't thank him
0: enough and they and i'm hearing this this story because i um this is where myself and my sister Jane, this is where the part two of of the plan that my dad had was um my sister and i we flew out i believe to it was Tuesday, or I want to say it was Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday night. We flew out Wednesday, Wednesday night um, from Manchester to Florida um, to surprise my mom, who didn't know that we were going to come down and spend the last couple of days with them. We surprised her at Hollywood Studios, and it... She d- cried. Th- and that's the thing that... Su- now, my mom, often, she gets surprised, yes. I think she she's a very understanding, and she gets surprised. We genuinely got her, which... Through mo- through no fault of my own, almost didn't happen. Beca- yeah, Mike Mike tried pretty hard to uh, make sure everybody knew that they were coming down. I at least twice. I have no filter sometimes, and sometimes I get in my own way. But no, we genuinely got her, which doesn't really happen often. i think. no it, it. In fact, on the 25th anniversary party idea, I
1: had, I had put a party together for like 30 people, friends and family, and our original wedding party and I, we were going to go to the Fisher Cats game in New Hampshire, and I rented the VIP suite, okay? And I thought, this is great. I wouldn't tell her right. Everybody had to be hush-hush and send all the responses to me. Don't say a word to her. Sure enough, she found out. She knew before we even got there, and it was my fault because I left the invitations on the dining room table.
0: Um, but, you know, you can't usually put anything by her. Right, and so the fact that we genuinely got her made it all the more special, and then all of a sudden, Jamie and I were seeing this amazing, you know, way that dad was being taken care of, and be honest, when dad's having a lot of fun, it rubs off on us a lot, because when he's genuinely having fun, he's so awesome to be around, when he's having fun, and to be the fact, in Disney, okay, Disney, I think 95% of the trip, we all enjoyed, it was the best... Oh. Absolutely. trip we've had in a while now i want to get to the five percent of disney yeah, 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 yeah. because you, oh five percent of disney okay go ahead. because you went on one of the newest rides the i don't Di- want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> and good night folks yeah this is where the hook comes in but i genuinely want to say this you've i think you've been on you went on space mountain the last time we went as a four. i've been
1: on space mountain a couple of times and the last time we went in 2016 yes yeah. I went on
0: it because I forgot how my, I hated it. Right. So Space Mountain was not one of my dad's favorite rides. It wasn't the worst. But there was a new ride that he had seen people, you know, on the vlogs that he mentioned saying how awesome it is. We are also, besides Disney, we are also huge Marvel oh, Of course, fans. yeah. And so Guardians of the Galaxy is one of our favorite movies because it's so funny and oh and by the way the soundtrack is fantastic it's all you know 70s and uh, music which you know i grew up in as an old person that i am right so he thought okay they have a new guardians of the galaxy ride that he and mom wanted to try there are people on the vlogs that were coming off crying because they loved it so much they said this is the best thing i've ever been on right well we had they had a less than similar reaction to it because well this is going to lead into what we're going to talk about later, but just those sort of rides, the Walsh family is not really a big fan.
1: You know what? It, Gal- obviously, we're talking about the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, Cosmic Rewind uh, at Epcot in uh, their future pavilion or whatever they call it now. Um, and everybody say, oh, best ride, smooth, beautiful. You know, it made me cry. The story is fantastic.
0: Listen. The crying might have been a different reason. I think no, she was crying because she was happy. And, um, okay,
1: so you got to not remember that too. Um, we, the the queue itself was nice. Um, we, like I said, I was able to take my again, I was able to take my scooter right through the whole thing, and it, you know, it was it was relatively quick, and that should have been a, like a dead giveaway. Now, first, let me start real early. We, I had to, you know, make a lightning lane reservation in the virtual queue at seven o'clock in the morning. They like get online at seven o'clock start hitting refresh start hitting refresh push the button refresh 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 and then as soon as you get your first virtual queue go yes that's me too ready to go so i did that and i thought i we were both so excited because we got a virtual queue not everybody gets a virtual queue or so i thought until later on in the day um we get on the virtual queue tells us our time is ready we got over there we got in the line walked right up to the ride looks great Little, you know, two-person, a four-person car, uh, two in the front, two in the back. We got the front row. Uh, no, we got the back row. I'm sorry. We got the back row. And and then, uh, and, uh, you know what? Hit the fan. Um, and we took off. Uh, it was cute. We took off. There's a you know, rocket uh, is there and rocket raccoon. Tell us a little story about And then uh, Drax is there telling you you're going to die. Um, and I should have paid attention to him. Um, all of a sudden, it takes off like a bat out of heck. And we just go flying and stop. Then it starts going backwards like a bat out of heck. Again, okay, I can take this. This is fun. It's cute. And then it just goes. And you're flying. The The cart spins. The thing is going. The music is so loud. Um, you're, you're dropping out of, you know, like into nothing. You're spinning around. You're. It's like at the end, it was a, like a giant toilet bowl. Spinning around and around and around, going as fast as you can possibly think bouncing, bumping, I hated it, absolutely hated it, and it hated me for the next three hours, the rest of our day at Epcot was like kablooey, Um, it was, I would never go on it, I would never recommend it to anybody, but yet still people say, oh my god, it's listen, it was smooth, oh, it was so smooth, it was lovely, smooth, but it was death on wheels, I, I just, I can't say enough about how I did not like that ride. And I know Kathy would say the same.
0: The funny, the funniest thing about this is that it's not like we aren't roller coaster people. The last time we went to Disney World, Dad, James, and I went on and Roller Coaster, which goes from zero to 60 in about just over four seconds. Yeah, I hated
1: that too at the end. But it
0: was good. I, I, but I went on it because I said I want to try it. Yeah, but the, the reason why we loved it was because it
1: was an actual roller coaster. Right. Yeah, I mean, these are all, and listen, these are all rides. You get yeah. in a cart, yeah.
0: it takes you down a track. So, this is going to lead into the end of our week. We had an awesome time. We went, the second, the first day we were there, we went to Hollywood Studios, had an awesome time. Yep. We got to see Star Wars Land with the first time, which the last time I went in 2019 was under construction. Right. So, that was awesome. Then we went to Animal Kingdom, which I think my sister, that was probably her favorite thing. We went on Exhibition Everest again, um, because, and that was probably where my dad said okay we'll we'll draw the line on yeah i'd
1: I'd had enough roller coasters for the trip right so we but again it was an actual roller coaster where you go on rails and sit in a cart and get blasted it's fun
0: yeah and i had forgotten how fast it actually went because i remember all of a sudden my head just got pushed back and i'm stuck to the back of the seat and jamie and i are screaming we're having an awesome time jamie loves that Jamie, James, I think Jamie loved Animal Kingdom, and I got to see the Festival of Lion King, not with the Tumble Monkeys, though, which just returned, which I was a little bit upset about. But we... Don't forget Pandora. Pandora. I I had seen Pandora the last time I went in 2019 with two of my friends, but Jamie hadn't seen it, and they hadn't seen it yet. Okay. You didn't get a chance to go any on the rides, but just the visual look of Pandora.
1: Awesome. It, it literally was like you went in. Both of them, Star Wars Land and Pandora... Literally like you went into another, it was another world. It it was just the detail, and it was just
0: amazing.
1: The sounds, the smells, everything.
0: Yeah, and you could hear, you sound like you're on a movie set. And I think my my sister, we went on Flight of Passage, which was a ride, and Pandora. My sister, I think, found her new favorite ride because, as my dad can attest to this, not very much leaves her speechless. Yeah, well, not a, nothing at all, basically. <laughs> but I remember she came off the ride. My dad asked her how she was. Her mouth was open, her eyes were wide open, and she couldn't talk. It was, it was, it was, it was a
1: moment to both be in awe of and enjoy, but then to be kind of frightened
0: that something like this had done this to her. Right. So we had the best day of the first day, and then we come back the next day, and we went. We hadn't been to we had been to Disney a few times, but the last time we went to Universal, Jamie and I were probably up to Dad's knee. Oh yeah, I, I we were trying to figure this out the other day.
1: I think Jamie was maybe two, and uh, Mike was possibly six. So I mean, we're talking you know eighteen, seventeen, eighteen years ago.
0: Right. So we won. We went to Universal Studios for the first time, and. Jane was so excited because Jane is the Harry Potter fan of the family, and she was so excited to go to Harry Potter world and all this other stuff. Um, and we had—I will say this—we did have some good experiences at Universal. It was oh, oh absolutely. I mean, it was—it was definitely not
1: a bad day at all. At all, no matter what you hear in the next few minutes, it was not a bad day. We, again, we we enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, again, the set decorations that they do, Harry Potter World, just blew the doors off
0: anything you'd expected it to be. Right. But in terms of you, and we talked about this with the Scooter and Disney and how accommodating they were, it wasn't the same in Universal Studios. I'm just going to lead in with that and let you go from there.
1: No, it wasn't even close. And and I've actually written to Universal after we came home, I wrote to Disney too, um, but for different reasons. Um... I felt like a um, person that was not um, cared about at all at Universal Studios. I mean, the moment we get in the studio itself, the people at the front gate, um, you know, no, no smiles. Um, you know, here, put your hand here, do this, show your card. Okay, thanks for coming in. Bye bye. As Disney, you know, they get their smile and they're waving their hands. They got the Mickey hands on. Welcome. Have a magical day. Anyway. We get to rent our scooter, and the nicest guy and the nicest person, the two people at the scooter rentals, I think his name was Radon, and if if Radon, if you're listening, which if you are, this is amazing, um, was literally the funniest, nicest, welcoming person in the world. I mean, I just couldn't say enough about how wonderful this guy was. He, you know, tell us all about what we need to do, and you know, have I ever ridden on one before, and you know, whatever I need, and then we sat there we. talked about harry potter for another 10 minutes and you know luckily there was no one else in line behind us because we'd have been dead um but he was just so overwhelming it was just beautiful anyway so we get the scooter and away we go i got the one with the canopy because it was an extra 10 bucks i said all right keep the you know sun off my head you know that was my first mistake that was ten dollars i didn't need to waste because it really didn't do anything yeah, and, and we, we'll
0: explain why and later because of
1: All right, all right, all right. Let's get to it right away because now you can't tease it. Yes,
0: I tried to go Go ahead. You wanted to tell what I did. Well, no, it's not the fact that you didn't. No, the canopy was a good idea because we thought. Except in the SpongeBob SquarePants building. Right. Well, no, I, that is actually why I didn't bring it up. But if you want to talk about it, I'll yeah, talk okay. about it. I, went, I tried to get into SpongeBob's pineapple and I forgot I had a canopy on.
1: And apparently, it's like low bridge when you go on the uh, expressway in Boston. Uh, I My canopy hit the top of the entrance to the can, uh, p- pineapple and snapped back. And luckily, I was able to stop it before it broke off. Yeah. And I had much laughter from the other th- three people in my party.
0: Well, no. The, and that's why... We actually got... You actually got it just because it was hot and you wanted to stay in the shade. It was hot. But... We found out that the reason why, and I, it didn't even do any of this either, is because, okay, one of the reasons why Universal, we mentioned the motion ride at Dad, the Guardians, but there was also a variety of other rides that we can go on. Universal, I think, had the most motion rides I've ever seen at a theme park. That, and that's the thing. When you hear what Dad said about Cosmic Rewind, yeah. then you know where this is going with all the Minions and Simpsons and all this other stuff yeah the like I said the only thing that I will give guardians
1: credit for is the fact that it was a roller coaster yeah okay it it was not you you sat in a vehicle and the vehicle took you down a track and you went on a roller coaster. It was like space mountain. Kudos to Disney, yes, you could have gone cheap and made yourself a motion simulator where you sit in a vehicle and it you know you you look at a screen the whole time and the vehicle goes up and down and moves side to side, whatever, okay, that was. Disney and now we're at Universal, and he's, he's come prepared for this. I've come, by the way. I've come prepared for this, and this is one of the things I did my research because I knew we were going to talk about some of this stuff. It seemed like everything we went on now, for, second of all, let me go for a second. Our day at Universal um, was plagued
0: by rain, and not just rain. it was no not rain where you can hold an umbrella and you're fine. no. no.
1: It was pouring out, and then, I mean, we had a good morning. But by, by the afternoon, it just poured like you, I've never seen rain before in my life. Wind, rain, thunder. Lightning literally was, seemed like it was hitting right next to us. It was so close. Um, so
0: that was another downfall. So we didn't get on all the rides we wanted to or explore it as best as we could. But, the funniest part was we saw Harry Potter Land when we took the train and we got there. We saw Harry, we saw the whole park in five minutes. Not because we were going looking and enjoying ourselves, because we were literally running we through We running, yeah. So I, I went through and did some research here on the ride's factors, Okay. So
1: at Disney World, actual rides. You get on a cart, you get on a honey pot, whatever you get on, and you go on a track and you enjoy yourself and have a great time. Fifty-nine actual rides at Disney World. That are actual rides. They have one motion ride. Possibly two if you count Pandora, uh Flight of Passage, but that is sort of yes. So maybe two. Uh Soren is the other one. Okay. At Universal, there are only 22 actual rides. So you actually only sit in something and go for a little ride. And they're mostly the kids' things. There are at Seuss Land. They're the Flight of the Hippogriff at you know uh, Harry Potter. There's Pterodon Flyers, which we can't even go on because we don't have a child young enough. Right. Um, but there are 10 motion simulation rides. And so half the rides... And mostly for the adults, I'd say 75% of the rides are motion simulator rides, and I'll tell you, and Mike will tell you in a moment, I hated every one of them. I, I mean, there was some there was some good thought put into it, but it is a cheap way to do a ride. Now you put you put your a like, bunch of people on a ride and you go to watch um, a movie, and it goes up and down and turns you side to side. Okay, big deal. Uh, 3D glasses, big deal. Um, I got I got I feel queasy after every one of them. Yeah. Um and it just was So that was the ride itself. Um, do you have something to say about that?
0: No, I I genuinely don't complain a lot when we go to theme parks. I enjoy stuff. I remember this is the first time I remember doing this. We came off one of those rides and I turned to you and I said, "That ride sucked." I never say that. Yeah. I never disagree, but no, absolutely. We went on a couple rides, and it was just motion, and I remember getting off. We went on one ride that I had to take my glasses off and pretend like I didn't see what was going on because it was going so much. And we went on other rides that started out good, but then I remember myself, Dad, and Jane, we went on a Men in Black ride that was a lot like Buzz Lightyear at Disney World. But Buzz Lightyear did not do this much spinning. I've ever I remember we spun ten times in a row after someone hit us, and I remember holding on, going, "I'm going to fall off of the, out of the seat." Yeah, I mean, you know, the Buzz Lightyear ride, you can
1: you, you can turn it yourself, or you can just let go of the thing, and it'll go forward, and you just shoot and things like that. Men in Black ride was a good ride, uh, other than the fact that my laser didn't work, um, and I realized afterwards my laser didn't work because I had my sunglasses on, and I couldn't see the dot. Because I thought it'd be cool to be men in black with sunglasses on, not realizing that the laser wouldn't come through. I realized that after we got off. But you didn't tell me that. I've no, never I know. That. I just told him that for the <laughs> <Right>. first time. <laughs> it's, okay, it's, I just realized <laughs> that after I saw the pictures of the ride. That was my own fault. It, it probably worked beautifully, and I was just shooting at nothing.
0: The thought was cool, though. Yeah, yeah. I
1: looked really cool, but I couldn't shoot anything. Anyway, the ride was good. You get on a ride. It was an actual ride on a track, beautiful. Um, but every time someone hit us, we, you could shoot the other people. In the ride, which is a great concept. I, I like that idea of shooting people that you know are in front of me or behind me. Just like at this
0: um, you know, Fisher Cats game. Um, it would be nice to do that. Shoot the back of their seats and they disappear. I've never seen them smile so much when they said, if you see a red dot behind the cart behind you, you can shoot and make them spin. I've never seen them light up so much. It was exciting. Anyway,
1: um, but then, like I said, when they hit us, you'd spin like three or four times. And then at one point, like Mike said... We got in some aspect of the game where it just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. I'm like, okay, not only am I going to fall out of this cart, I'm going to throw up, and be one of those people they have to clean up afterwards. Um, so while it was enjoyable, it wasn't enjoyable. Um, anyway, and as, as far as me uh, and my uh, handicap, disability scooter, whatever you want to call it, um, was complete opposite of the treatment I received at Disney. Um, not only could I not take the scooter in the queue with us um, or get it onto the ride, um, supposedly they would come and help you or make it easier for you to get on, but you could grab a wheelchair and transfer from the scooter to the wheelchair. Uh, first of all, there were no wheelchairs at the entrance that I saw. Nobody ever came up to me, even though when I went up and I said, can I bring this on? No, no, park over there and get in the queue. Uh, no, let me help you out. Let me do this. Let me do that for you. Let me, you know, you, this line is 50 minutes. Let me see if I can help you make it easier for you because you're having difficulty standing. Absolutely nothing. And not only that, they made it more difficult. Um, you you know, they made us climb stairs or platforms or, you know, to get up to rides. And, you know, I just, I hated every moment of getting off the rides or even trying to get on the rides uh, off my scooter. Uh, At Universal. There was just nothing that I enjoyed about any aspect of the rides at um, Universal. And it's sad because, you know, you pay a lot of money to go and you expect, you know, to be treated as you were at Disney. And I just didn't feel that. And that's why I said I wrote. I wrote to Universal. I explained the situation. We were in the pouring rain. Pouring rain. Again, like I said, I've never seen rain like this before. Um, And we dumped into a store like everybody else to try and get out of the rain for a few minutes because the you were just literally getting soaked and all that cast member was doing was yelling at everybody clear the entrance get out of the way get out of here you know move people need to get out if they have to well listen honey nobody was getting out because you couldn't go out I understand if there's a fire reason or something like that but if there was a fire we would have been able to get out because people would have rushed out it would not have been an issue the issue was somebody just yelling at us instead of just taking it easy relax saying listen Something happens, you have to get out right away. You know, we can't do this for more than a few minutes, and we were literally out of there in a few minutes because I just couldn't stand listening to her anymore. Um, but so that aspect, the ride aspect at Universal, was just a real downer to be at the end of the trip.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, the food was okay. Yeah, we um we had we had, I think th- I could tell I could tell throughout the day that the way he was the unaccessibility with the scooter and everything. I could tell it was weighing on him a little bit, but I think the other side was that I remember Jane was having a bunch of fun in Diagon Alley, Harry Potter World. There were some rides that I went on. I went on Transformers, Spider-Man, that I genuinely had a good time. But I could tell it was weighing, but I still think he was having an okay time. Once we got off that train in Harry Potter World and the skies opened up, and I remember... We went, we found a place to eat, we were all starving, we needed to refuel. I genuinely remember myself looking at everybody else and going, I genuinely don't think we want to be here anymore. I think we went on maybe two other rides, and we said, you know what, we've had enough.
1: Yeah, and it, yeah, so we, we missed a, you know probably a good half of the park, because we, we did both. We did both Universal Orlando, which we did in the morning, and we got all that done, and that was an enjoyable time. And then we did Islands of Adventure in the afternoon. We got maybe half of that park done, if that. And then we just headed for the door because it was just miserable after that point. And again, it, it wasn't Universal's fault that time. That was the weather. Um, so we missed a bunch of stuff. So I can't give Universal, we talked about this last night, Mike and I, I can't give them any down points yet. Would I go back, I would like to go back when I'm 100% feeling much better and when it's a much nicer day to explore and to take more time, maybe do one park a day instead of trying to squeeze two parks in. Mm-hmm. But because there was a bunch of stuff at the end of Islands of Adventure that would have been fun. They were actual rides. That's where most of the other rides were in Seuss Land and you know, other things that we could have gone and had some fun with. But um, So I'm not going to give them 100% down, but um, accessibility-wise, it was just a disappointment. And expense-wise... Universal was crazy. Universal was much more expensive than Disney, um, and I don't think it was worth it. Um, the, the number one thing was the photo pass for both. Um, about the same price, around ninety, ninety, ninety-five dollars for the photo pass for Disney and Universal. I got hundred, a couple of hundred pictures at Disney. I got two uh, at Universal. There just wasn't anything to take pictures of, and there were no photographers around, so it just wasn't um,
0: as enjoyable. So, yeah. He genuinely, he tells me, he told me this. And I thoroughly agree with him. Because I mentioned this last time I went. Is that when we went to Disney, we paid extra for certain things. on um, The Genie Pass, the Lightning Lane, the, you know, the foods and all this other stuff. And I said, is it worth it? He's like, it's worth every penny. Because yes, it's expensive. But no, you get something out of it. We heard some of the prices at Universal for the Express Lane and all this other stuff. And we genuinely were like... There's no reason why we should pay for this.
1: Yeah, you know, Disney Genie Plus, as much as it's a confusing thing and it doesn't always work well, I wouldn't use it for every park, but I would use it for when we need it for, like, Magic Kingdom and things like that. Um, $15 a day. I mean, how do you go wrong? $15 a day, and then then you can get your lightning lanes. You can buy individual lightning lanes if you want for, like, $5, $6 to get on a ride. And you know what? That's the way of the world, and I get it. To get an express pass where you would go to the front of the line at Universal in both parks for the day um, was going to cost me $1,200 for the four of us. $1,200 to get to the front of the line. Um, And after all was said and done, I heard one guy when we were eating at Three Broomsticks saying, oh my God, I spent all this money on the express lane and everything's closed because of the weather and I won't get my money back. So it's like, what... Thank God I never I didn't do it. Not that I had the money to do it in the first place, but you know, if it was there, I was, there was a possibility we were going to do it. So
0: yeah, it's and but looking back on it now, I think it was awesome, just the whole the whole week. Because I remember, and this is the funniest part, because this is just the dynamic sometimes of the family. I remember us driving to Universal, and it's seven or eight o'clock in the morning, and my Mom is the only morning person in the family, I think.
1: I'm getting there as I get older, but yeah. not
0: really. He's getting... Yeah, the, the two kids are nowhere near morning people. <laughs> I will say this abundantly. So we drove to Universal. We got there, I want to say, around 8 o'clock in the morning, yeah. which means we got up around probably 7... 6.30, 7, 630 o'clock. 7 o'clock. My sister was... I don't know if she was just still tired or she was just a little punchy but she was losing her mind and we're all laughing hysterically in the car just about nothing. Yeah, it, 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 we just everything was funny all of a sudden. Um,
1: before I forget too, I do have to say about um, Universal is the Harry Potter world. Okay, both uh, Diagon Alley and Hogwarts or Hogsmeade. Um, Again, set decoration. Set decoration was absolutely phenomenal. You were literally transported into the world of Harry Potter. I mean, everything from the restrooms to the um, the wands. We all got our wands, um, which you could make things happen by swirling a wand or doing stuff. They just went overboard, and it was. If I could live in those places, I would have had a ball. No. We didn't. Ex- again, we didn't explore half the things. Number one, because it was very hot. Uh, number two, it was difficult for me to get in and out of some of the stores. They weren't very uh, accessible with the scooter because it was crowded, and you know the small aisles and things like that made it tough. So, but I will give them kudos for both Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. They were
0: just unbelievable. Yeah, and so this I when after we were done, uh, my dad had posted he posted pictures all throughout, and so they were awesome. And I remember him. Telling me he was like, "Oh no, I'm going to do a post about the differences between Disney and Universal and all this other stuff." And I was like, "Why don't you just come on the podcast and talk about this?" Because it it probably would have been a long-winded post, and it probably would take a while. But it long, long, long-winded. Not long-winded, but it long, to, long-winded. You there said. would have been a lot of words. Okay. And I remember sometimes he he sometimes he calls me instead of texting me because what he wants to say it's going to take a lot of words and a lot of texting. So I knew that I was going to do this, but this I do encourage everybody. We probably should have done this in two parts. Now that
1: we're going on close to an hour,
0: we are. It's been. I told them it's going. To, I told them we might do twenty minutes, and it's taking a long. But I do encourage everybody. Some of the experiences that we had at the parks, both good and bad, doesn't reflect some of the experiences sometimes that you guys are going to experience. So I would say. If you, I would say if you guys can, do it for your own time and do it for everything else. so D-
1: Definitely try them both. Uh, everybody's going to have a different experience, and it's definitely worth going.
0: So first things first, thank you for, for coming on the podcast. This has been long overdue. I, thank you. No, I'm, I'm excited. I had a last. So if you guys are, make sure you guys keep an eye out, and if you want to follow my personal or my the Instagram page that I said at the beginning of the episode, this episode will most likely be out uh, tomorrow or Sunday, this weekend, because we're recording this very soon. So make sure you guys pay attention. I, if you guys know or if anybody else who is listening would like to be a guest, you know, get in contact with me. If you know Dad, get in contact with Dad. And we will see you next. Thank you guys for taking a journey for Michael James Walsh. Or if you want me to come back, keep telling Mike to bring him back again because he was a fabulous guest. We're, go- we're definitely going to do... Okay. We're definitely going to do that hockey that hockey right. episode because yeah. and I think we might... I might have to have Uncle Kev and other people. Oh, up. absolutely. We, we're going to have multiple guests on for that one, but if you guys want to let me know and make sure you guys keep posted and I appreciate you. Dad, thank you so much for taking a trip inside this world. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for joining us. I will see you next time when we take another step in the wonderful world of Wallsheet. Thank you guys.